Welcome to SLR Sports Talk Radio. And this is your host, Mr. SLR. And today we're going to be talking about what I'm going to be talking about today is sports over the weekend. Um, the Carolina Panthers. Um, great college football weekend. Um, who I think should be number one in the ESPN USA and who I should think should be number one right now in for the national championship. Also, I'm going to be discussing. Also, going to be discussing um, WWE. Um, they had Crown Jewel over the weekend. Let me just get my thoughts on that real fast. And um, just like I said, um, just the topics of uh, sports and um, what I thought the sports weekend was. And um, let's get to it. So let me get the so let me get right to it. Let me get straight to the point. My my boys, Carolina Panthers, a very, very atrocious, bad. Um, one of them losses where you want to bury it so far where people don't even want to even think about it. It's so bad. It's just non-existent. It just went in there where, yeah, you know, the Carolina Panthers, they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. And, and Joe Mixon had five touchdowns. Um, Joe Mixon pretty much made all his incentives and much more out of his contract for this season. So thank you, Carolina. Um, Joe Mixon, who's probably now – the number one running back in fantasy football. So, it was a game that was, it came down to coaching, scheming, and the players who, who are wanting to play to win. And today it was one of them where you seen none of it. And it's one of them coachings where I like I like you, Steve Wilkes. I like you. I think you're a great you're a great guy, great character. You represent the city of Charlotte. You you did everything with the school there. You you did everything. But you're not the guy. And the reason why David Tepper is going to go get, you know, I don't like it either. I don't like really retreads, coaches. But right now, David Tepper has spent so much money, he can't afford to go out here really and give an unknown, unknown coach. An opportunity to build a team and win in the next two or three years. He doesn't have the patience and the cachet for that. And when you're the biggest owner, richest owner, with the second richest now probably behind the Denver Broncos, you want you want some results, especially when you're going to probably be leading 
not lead, but in the top five in dead cap money coming in the next season. So you're paying, you're paying coaches. You're gonna be paying multiple coaches, um, assistant coaches who probably got tied into a couple, a couple years in the deals on the mat rule. Um, got dead cap with players. So. But people saying, well, you know, well, we got nice, we got pretty good cap space where we can go. Listen, cap space don't mean nothing when you when you got dead money that's got to be paid or somehow, some way. And then you also have to think, was David Tepper really going to have to understand and what he's really going to have to do? You got to model the team as what the Rams do, what Tampa Bay do. And and you also got to think the New Orleans Saints was doing the same thing. Before Tom Brady came into the picture in Tampa Bay, New Orleans Saints was leading the NFL. I don't know how they was doing it, but cap manipulating and getting his player. How you think their defense stayed so good for so many years under Drew Brees? Because that was manipulating the cap, getting players to come there. So, once Carolina can figure it out, and which they're going to have to do, they're going to have to fire for you. Got to fire the capologist, whoever you have in there running the cap, running the money. You got to fire them. You need to go get the pecking order out of New Orleans, Tampa Bay. Or the Rams, teams that are getting players and putting players under the cap somehow, some way. You guess what you have to do if you want to win. So this is the reason why David Tepper is going to go get experience head coach. On um, breaking news today, that uh, Frank Wright was fired for the Indianapolis Colts. Frank Wright is not a good head coach. You know, sometimes you put your skin in the game is being an offensive coordinator, whatever type of coordinator position you are. Some is good at it. Some is not good at it. Frank Wright is not good at it. Frank Wright will be a great offensive coordinator. I think he'll be a great offensive coordinator for us. Depends on what type of coach we're going. Yes, Frank Wright will get a head coaching interview. In Carolina, he rightly deserved that. He's a great offensive-minded coach. Um, you know, sometimes in this in this business, for you to survive, is you have to have a great quarterback play. If not, you got to have a great number one rookie that you drafted that you can hit your hatch on for at least two, two or three years tops. If you go in. Two or three seasons losing with the same with the same quarterback, you're not going to last. Either the quarterback is going to get frustrated, or his play going to go down, or he's either going to get traded, or you're going to get fired. However, it's going to go, but something will give, or something will change. So in this position, as now, 
what it's looking like right now for Carolina, the way this loss looked against Cincinnati, which I knew that Cincinnati was a better team than us. Um, they coming out of the Super Bowl. Uh, we respect it, but I expected Carolina to stand up and play great football, which we didn't do that. And then you also have to thank people that I always said before, and I'm going to say it again, P.J. Walker is not an NFL quarterback, starting quarterback. Let me get it right. Starting quarterback. He's a backup to the next backup. Honestly, if it really were for Matt Rule, P.J. Walker probably wouldn't even be in the league right now. And I'm not saying that I'm not being a hater or nothing like that. But when you make the plays, you make the throws that P.J. Walker made yesterday, the interceptions, that's what I'm talking about, the throws, the interceptions. And I I am a Panthers fan. I have seen P.J. Walker over the years. He is a great scout quarterback. Great. Practice, probably a great practice quarterback. Probably good. But somebody that you're going to put in and carry the rest of the season, no. He's a spot-in quarterback that could probably get you a game or two, win you a game or two. He's not a Jacoby Brissett. He's not Jacoby. Jacoby's bigger than him. I don't even know P.J. Walker even six foot or six one. Baker Mayfield's not even six foot. If he is, it's a lie. There's only one Drew Brees. I don't even know how Drew Brees even did it. For his stature. Him not even being 6'1", 6'2", not even that. You have to tailor the offense. If you're going to play P.J. Walker, P.J. Walker should be a shotgun. RBOs, doing certain things like that, moving the ball around, motion sweeps. None of that. You put him in conventional type of play offense, and you've seen what happened. And then down team have film on Devontae Foreman. Steve Wills, how you not understand that? They're not going to let him run around and be the comeback player of the year. And then Devontae Foreman thought he was going to get the bag and act like people want to go see the film. Bro, you must be crazy. This is what I'm telling you about the coaching staff. The NFL is about adjustments every week. I want a coach who's going to adjust every week. Sometimes your playbook, your offensive philosophy may not work. Sometimes you might have to think out the box. You have to do that. Bill Belichick. Hey, guys, who have to think out the box? Some offense doesn't work for everybody. Ask the Arizona Cardinals. Ask the Indianapolis Colts. Certain offenses don't work for everybody. Ask the Denver Broncos. You have to adjust to your quarterback. Something 
that Matt Nagy didn't do in Chicago. And now you see Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, is now using Justin Fields the way he's supposed to be used. You can use Justin Fields like this for the next couple, two, at least, at least another two years. After that, Justin Fields has to know how to be a productive quarterback to throw the ball and use his legs second, not first. Because trust and believe, the playbook will be out for Justin Fields and what they're doing right now before the season is over with. But making adjustments and showing his potential of what Justin Fields can do, that's the type of offensive coaches that I am looking for. I don't don't be surprised if it may it may be a retread and it may not be a retread, but it has to be an offensive coach that who is willing to throw his playbook out the window and make the adjustments and say, you know what, this playbook is not working today. Let's try other things to make it happen. That's what you have to do to win games. And that's what Steve Wilkes and them guys are not doing right now. And I'm telling you now, if they lose again, Ben McAdoo is out the door. If not sooner than that, he should have been out the door this week. I don't know what Ben McAdoo got. I don't know what it is to hear. I don't know what it is. I'll tell you just the name of Ben McAdoo, period. You're not going nowhere. Aaron Rodgers is not walking in a building. Aaron Rodgers made Ben McAdoo. We got the Little Falcons. The reason why Ben McAdoo wasn't fired, because we got the Little Falcons coming up. And it's right now, it's just not the right time to to adjust the playbook right now or anything. But I guarantee you, if we lose to the Atlanta Falcons Thursday night, Ben McAdoo will be gone Friday morning. Especially if the offense don't put out. And P.J. Walker's been benched. P.J. Walker's not going to be starting. No, not the, not, not the way he played. Sunday he will not be started. Um, my my guess and thinking is well, it's probably going to be Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield will start the uh, the Atlanta game, but best believe, uh, Sam Darnold will be the number two backup quarterback. And trust and believe, if Baker Mayfield don't put points up, even it's looking ugly, you got more batted balls than yards, you will be yanked. And Sam Darnold will go in and probably end up. Playing the rest of the season, um, we do have backup Jacob Eason, but if Jacob Eason was good, Jacob Eason would have been playing over P.J. Walker. So that's my thoughts about that. Um, like I said, Cincinnati is a, a great, a good team. Not a great team, but a good team. But they need Jamar Chase. And they're not going far without Jamar Chase because teams can stack in on Joe Mixon and um, put the um, game in Joe Burrow's hands, and he doesn't have that many weapons to make a lot of things happen without Jamar Chase. But um, like I said, um, Carolina must must make the adjustments. If we lose, if we lose, <laughs> we lose Thursday, man, man. Steve Wilkes, man.
Man. Man, listen. This game, we lose when I we're not we're we're done. We're not getting in the division. It, that's over with. The next step in the opportunities must be. I'm not saying tanking, but let's have the best draft pick that we can have coming in. And if we're not getting in the playoffs, we should be we we should be conditioning our minds, conditioning the fan base and the team that we are now positioning ourselves to draft a top five player in the draft, maybe the number one pick in the draft. It's a part of the business. We can't make we can't make shit taste good. Shit taste gold. It's not gonna happen. The steak is yucky, yucky. It is what it is. Chop it up and get it over with. I think I'm pretty sure that our fan base is conditioned enough. We had enough losing to understand what's going on in this business. And the end of the day is get the quarterback right. Draft the quarterback. My eyes, the best quarterback. That I, in my eyes, that I think we should be drafted is coming out is CJ Stroud. It's not Bryce Young. Bryce Young is not big enough for me. He's too small for me. He's just not big enough. I think he will be too injury prone for me. You go with CJ Stroud or Will Levis, and you make it happen. Like I said, if Will Levis comes in and has a phenomenal pro day, tears it up in the combine, Will Levis will be the number one pick. Vice versa with C.J. Sprout. Bryce Young will have to wow everything. Bryce Young will have to play everything. Senior Bowl, he had to, you can never have enough tape on you, Bryce Young, because you're looking at the third quarterback coming off the draft, and you can be in between a top 10 pick or lower end first round pick, or you can be a high end second round pick. But in my eyes, there's not going to be that many quarterbacks that comes out of this draft. Here. And I think it's going to be one, two, Will Levis or C.J. Stroud. So, and I want to also get my thoughts on, I want to say congratulations to the Houston Astros winning the World Series. I'm not a real big baseball fan, but, you know, I like the baseball paraphernalia stuff like that, so it's pretty good things. And um say congratulations to y'all winning the World Series. And I also want to talk about WWE Crown Jewel. Uh having over the weekend. It was a great pay per view. Um man, man, you know these pay per views from there. Alright, okay. I'm looking at um Logan Paul, Roman Reigns, good, could be better. Um, Logan Paul got a long way to go. Think he's gonna be good for the company. Roman Reigns, one of the great ones right now, and um, it's gonna be hard to take the belt off him. Only thing he does is make people look good, and that's what he's doing. That's what great wrestlers do. That's why he holds on to the belt because he made other wrestlers look good and makes them better. Um. Decent pay-per-view. I give it three out of five. Um, like I said, the the pay-per-view was great, good. Like I said, great match. Can't never go wrong with Roman Reigns. 
Can't go wrong with Logan Paul. Be much better, a little longer, a little more wrestling out of Logan Paul a little bit. And um, like I said, um, Triple H is doing his thing right now. Like, just keep it up uh, with this Bray Wyatt thing. We'll see how it goes. And um, I hope you do uh, bring out some characters eventually. And um, have have some meat on the bones by Survivor Series. Where you going with this Bray Wyatt stuff? But no other than that, um, Crown Jewel was okay. Three out of five, and uh, I'm gonna watch Monday Night Raw and let, let's see how this goes. And um, I just wanna uh, just tell everybody that that no matter what, ride with your team. And there's no problem criticizing that your team because that's what that's what fans do. But don't be out here claiming one team, and then when you're really out here catching feelings for another team. Decide on one, be on one side. But don't be out here criticizing your team when you really know you're really not a fan of this team like that. So that's all I want to say on that. And uh, I would be back with another podcast. And uh, let it hit back from y'all. Peace, I'm out.